Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. The title of my message today is Our Perspective. Jesus wants us to know that we have to have the right perspective to live well in his kingdom. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, you said that when we gather in your name that you are here in the midst of us. And so we just acknowledge that. We thank you and praise you that you have wisdom for us, that you have revelation knowledge for us to live that abundant life that you intended for us. So we love you. We praise you. We receive you right now. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. He's so in love with us. He wants us to know. He wants to reveal his mysteries to us so that we can live that life he intended for us. He wants us to live to live good. And Jesus said, actually, in Mark 24, to be careful what you're hearing. And that is the key to having the right perspective. He said to them, be careful what you're hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. For he who has will be given more and from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken from him. And in verse 23, it says, If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening, let him perceive and comprehend. The disciples were asking him questions, and he said, To you has been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God. So first of all, to live well in his kingdom, to live as he intended for us to live, we have to do what he said in Matthew 7, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. But so much of the time, we're prideful, and we think we got to figure it out, and we really conform to the world's way. And actually, Romans 12, too, tells us to change our thinking, to line up with his thinking, so that we can prove his will is good and perfect. And as Christians, we are called to do that. We are called to show the Father. Jesus said when he was here, I only say and do what the Father tells me to do. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then he told us to go and do what he was doing. And so we should be reflecting the Father as well. But we get wrapped up in, you know, we're, we're in the world and we get wrapped up in their way of doing. And their way of doing isn't right. And we get the wrong perspective without God. Without God, our perspective is messed up, and then we can't receive from Him. And He wants us to receive from Him our healing, our provision, all the good that He's done for us. He wants us to receive from Him. And, you know, it all revolves around His law of love. And so that is the perspective that we have to have. You know, we're, we're really selfish, at least I am. You know, when we want to have something, we go after it. When we want something in our life, we go after it. And if, we're not, if we go unchecked, if we don't um, go to God and get his reasoning and um, we just go off on our own, we tend to hurt people and we do things that we regret. But if we would go to him for counsel, you know, he would tell us not to be going after that thing. And he would tell us that we're selfish. And that how if we did this one thing, it would affect another person in our life in a good or a bad way. And most of the time, if it's about us, it affects the other person in a not so good way. I've had those experiences so many times where I wanted something and I start going after it. And because I do go to God for counsel every day, um, he corrects me and he shows me that I'm being selfish 
And if I would do that, this person would be affected this way, and then things would fall apart. You know, especially in your family, a house divided against itself fall. So if you prefer the other person, if your your motivation for life is to prefer that other person in your life, things are going to work out for you. You're not going to be hurting them. You're not going to be selfish. And if you're not selfish, what you give will come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And God knows your heart's desires, and he's going to give you your heart's desires. And we please him when we live by faith. You know, and that's another avenue of having the right perspective. So much of the time, you know, we start believing God for our healing, and we see what we see, we let affect us. And what we see, we live by instead of living by faith. If he said, and he did, that by his stripes we are healed, and we get our mindset on what it looks like, and we get away from, Jesus said, be careful what you hear, because what you hear is going to affect everything in your life. It's going to affect your knowledge. If you're not listening to the Word of God, you're not going to have the knowledge as to where you are in receiving that healing. You know, if you hold someone in unforgiveness, then you can't receive from God. And Jesus said that in um, Mark 11. He said, when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father will forgive you. Let it go. Let it drop. In the Amplified Bible, it says, so there is a reason that if you are believing for healing and it isn't happening, there's something that you don't know. And so we have to go to God and we have to get his perspective. And if we don't have his perspective, all we have is our own, maybe someone else's opinion. And the enemy is going to use that. Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to steal it from you. And he uses our lack of knowledge. He uses our ignorance of God's way of doing to steal the word from us. So he's not going to, you know, just roll out the red carpet and, you know, let you receive your healing without a fight. He's going to fight. And so we have to keep our perspective right. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. If you have ears to hear, be listening. And, you know, so much of the time we don't. And so we start out believing. And as I said, We look at what is, and then we quit and we give up. God is our perspective. Our gift makes room for us. But if we don't have ears to hear, if we're not listening to that, if we're not keeping our perspective right by being careful what we hear, then we're going to go down another avenue and we're going to be living by what we see and not by the Word. And, you know, when we live by the Word of God, we have to have God's perspective. We have to change our mind to think his way. His perspective is thinking his way, and that is living by faith, by his opinion, and his way of doing and being right, and that's what's going to bring the manifestation of his promises in your life. And so if we're just living as the world lives and we're just going after stuff, then God's hands are really tied because we're not living by faith. We're not living by his opinion, living in his kingdom, doing things his way. We have to be teachable. We have to have ears to hear. We have to have his perspective. We have to be careful what we're hearing. And, you know, we know that faith comes by hearing the word of God. And hearing the word of God is really what keeps your perspective right. And so healing most of the time, living in God's kingdom is a process of learning of learning how to live our lives His way. 
And we walk down that path, his perspective straightens out that path. And we get on that path that leads to the good life. But we have to be um, willing to let him give us knowledge, give us his perspective. So many times in my life, you know, I, I just was thinking one thing that was true. And, you know, the enemy comes in and tries to get you to think about yourself and how unfair it is about, you know, that you have to do this instead of doing that because of someone else. And, you know, you can go down that avenue and you're going to be really miserable. You know, lots of people I know have made choices on their own without God. And because of them, those choices, their life is miserable. And so what seems to be right isn't right. What seems to be true isn't true. God is going to meet your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus when you have your perspective right. When you have your thinking lined up with his thinking, you're going to have faith. You're going to be in agreement with him, and then what you ask is going to happen. When you're in agreement with him, you're going to be thinking his way. You're going to be living by his perspective, by his opinion, and then asking according to his will is going to bring that to pass in your life. But if we're just out on our own and we're prideful and we're just caring about us, you know, and not living, you know, by God's love, love, then God really can't do anything in our lives. And we're really not in his kingdom. We're really not living in the kingdom of heaven like we claim to be. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, you're really saying that you're in agreement with him and you want to learn how to live in his kingdom and you're going to live your life his way. You're going to live in love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind is to be in agreement with him, to care about what he cares about. And you know, the people in your life, he cares about, and you're in that situation, especially if you're a Christian and they're not, to show them the Father, to say and do what the Father would do, to have love enough to care, you know, about them more than you. Love your neighbor as yourself is to care for that other person more than you care for yourself. And when you care for that other person more than you care for yourself, God's going to care for you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to give you the desires of your heart in due time. He has a plan for each and every one of us for our good, not just for us. You know, I used to think that when I was younger in um, my faith that God would cater to me more than the unsaved person, but he really doesn't. He showed me that he expects more from me than that person. And he expects that I would minister love to that person, even though the person doesn't deserve it. You know, and actually he gives you his perspective on that person, which allows you to have understanding enough to love them and forgive them and really not let what they do to you pain you, not let it hurt you because you have understanding like Jesus said, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I get where they're coming from. They don't understand. They're hurt. You know, they don't have you in their lives. And so they're reacting in this way. And so God's way is, his love is really a maturity love. He grows you up to see things the way he does so that you can love others, so that you can accommodate them, so you can be flexible and your life isn't about you. You know, God's life isn't about him. It's about you. He's thinking about you and I all the time. He wants so much for us to grow up. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 48, 
He said, be like your father. Grow up. Be like him. Mature and love is what he's saying. He's not expecting us to be perfect in what we do, but when we mature, we're just going to be acting like him. When we hang out with him, when we're careful about what we're listening to, if we have ears to hear, we're going to grow up and it's going to be a lifestyle. You know, it's not going to be something we're going to have to try to do. We're not going to be able, we're not going to be saying, I tried it, I tried it, I tried it. But you're going to be like who you hang out with. And Jesus said that he's knocking on the door of our heart. And if you let him come in, um, if you invite him in, he's going to come out and he's going to hang out, come in and he's going to hang out with you. He's going to hang out with you and you're going to learn his way of doing and being right. And you're going to learn the love that he wants to give to you. And you're going to be able to give that love to others. And it's, it's such an awesome way to live. I'm not saying I'm there yet. But boy, I used to be so much more about myself than I am now. I actually have a heart for other people more than I did before. And he did that in me. I can't say that I did it. But when we submit to him is when he can move in our lives. We have to submit to him. And, you know, I want to say, too, that the enemy is going to try to help you to only care about you, to love you with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. He always is getting you to think about you. What about you? Oh, look at what they did to you. And, oh, feel sorry for you. And look at this and look at that. And, you know, he always tries to make it look like someone else's life is better than your life. And you have to remember especially if you're looking at someone who isn't in the kingdom of God, um, their life really isn't as good as it looks. Things are not as they seem because if we don't have a life with God, if we're not living in his kingdom, we don't have eternity with him. And that's a scary thing. And that's what God is all about. That's what he's doing. He's on a quest and he needs us to go for him, to be his hands, his feet, his voice, to show who he is. He's on a quest to save all from damnation. It's not his will that one should perish. And so God is calling us to grow up, to get his perspective, and to prove that his will is good and perfect. And we're all a part of that. He's expecting all of us to conjoin with him. When you ask Jesus to come in your heart and be the Lord of your life, he's expecting that you change your thinking. I want to read to you Romans 12, too. It says, do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals, its new attitudes, so that you can prove for yourself what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Even the thing to which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. You know, James um, tells us to count it all joy when we go through stuff. And when we go through stuff, we're going to learn patience and endurance. And we go through stuff because we're going to change our mind to think His way. We're going to apply His Word to our life. We're not going to just say we read it and without saying that we did it. We read it, yes, and now we're going to apply it to our lives. And when you do that, the enemy is going to come against you and you're going to count it all joy because you're going to get to the place where you have patience and you endure. And you're going to be able to prove for yourself that God's will is going to be perfect. You're not going to be lacking wisdom and revelation knowledge. We talked about that yesterday, that the enemy comes to keep us from getting puffed up with too much revelation, too much knowledge, because he doesn't want us to win. He doesn't want us to be the overcomer that we're called to be. 
Because when we're overcomers, we're proving God's will is good and perfect in our lives. And so when we change our thinking, we come in agreement with God, we're going to be proving for ourselves that God is good. He's perfect. We're going to be showing others the true knowledge of God, the true image of God. He's going to be living in us. Our love is going to show. They're going to see God in us. We're going to be proving that God is good. And God needs us to do that. Because so many, so much of the time, we're just all mixed in with the world and the unbelievers can't see any difference between them and us. And they need that difference. They need to see that difference. They need to see that love and they need to see it coming from you. And love covers everything. Love is what is going to draw them in. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. When he loves on you, when he comes and lives on the inside of you and you feel that love, you feel a need to love others as you are loved. You pardon sin because you feel you're a sin pardon. He's so good to you and you want to share that goodness that you feel from him with others. God is so good. He's so in love with you. Never asked him to come and live on the inside of you. He wants to do that. He said to the disciples, it's better that I leave. And then the Father will send the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come and live on the inside of you. He'll be with you all the time. He'll be your comforter, your standby, anything you need. Jesus laid down his life for us so that we could have life to the full until it overflows. So we could be right with the Father so that we could mess up and our sins are forgiven. Not that we mess up on purpose because we know our sins are forgiven, but when we mess up mistakenly. He forgives us. It's okay. We don't have to worry about it. He covered us. He covered it for us because God knew that we couldn't do it on our own. And that's why he sent Jesus. That's why Jesus came. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He took stripes for your healing. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, you're going to have all those benefits. He's going to take care of you. He's going to teach you his love and grow you up and send you out to do a work for him, to be a witness for him. If you'd like to ask him to come and live on the inside of you, I would love to pray with you right now. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you for what you did for us. We're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. Teach us your way. Help us to grow up in love so that we can be a witness for you. We love you so much and we praise you. We thank you for being with us all the time, for giving us this life that you gave us to show who you are. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer, I love it so much. If you let me know. If you said that prayer, you want to be reading the Word of God. The Word of God is God. And you want to get your thinking straightened out. You want to get your thinking to be like His thinking. And every morning you want to go to Him and get His perspective. And that straightens out you're thinking, it gives you confidence, it gives you clarity, you know what you're doing, you know things to come, you know where you're going, you know the plan God has for has for you, you know how his kingdom operates, And but it takes time, it takes a little every day, and it takes your submission. You lay down your life like he did. You lay down your life for others like he laid down his life for you. You give up just pampering yourself, and you just let him take care of you, and you pamper others. So God is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer today, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Thank you so much for listening today. And 
God bless you.